Hey, you ready? Are you sure? All right, let's go. On today's show, we're talking about those heart-wrenching crushes, lingering love, intense infatuations, and overwhelming obsessions. In addition to our story time segment on Proves Need Not Apply, I'm talking to my friend, Mr. Logan, about communication during our new segment called The Commute Truth. Why aren't you comfortable enough in your relationship that you feel like you can't, you know, be open with how yeah. you feel? Yeah, like I say, that's 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 the feelings thing. And they mm-hmm. go on both sides. I'm scared if I say something to you right. that you're gonna take it the wrong way. And like I say, you gotta you gotta put your feelings to the side and try to take that information and you know, some like I say with me, sometimes it's trying to decipher what you're saying because you may not say exactly what it is that you're trying to get off your chest. Sometimes I do it. Well, sometimes what we do is we say a, a certain thing the way we understand it to be. Mm-hmm. Like in our minds, we know what we mean. So we think that you should know what we mean. Welcome to Prudes Need Not Apply. This is your host, True Essence. I'm happy that you have taken several minutes out of your day to listen to my ramblings about the importance of human connection and communication. I hope that you all have been amazing since the last time we were together and that you have thought about and implemented ways to strengthen your own communication with your significant others, your friends, and your families. We have a lot to unpack today about the different levels of affection we experience when meeting new people or discovering the ones who we may not have really noticed until one fateful day, boom, fireworks. Sometimes it's hard to know whether you are feeling a crush for someone or is that lasting love, quiet infatuation, or an all-consuming obsession. It seems hard to tell the difference sometimes, but your heart and mind can usually tell you which you're feeling. And it's interesting to discover things about how you feel for others that you may not have thought about. So today we're chatting about communication. I know that even though many of us make the effort to be intentional about communicating clearly, rationally, and lovingly to those we care about, It's quite possible that some people will never know how to receive your brand of love or consideration. And this can be for many reasons. Maybe they don't communicate well with other people. Maybe they're selfish assholes. Maybe they are just hesitant to trust people because of past experiences. Or maybe they're selfish assholes. Maybe they're not wired to understand the subtleties of communication. But then again, maybe they're just selfish assholes. But regardless of how others receive and perceive your messages or your intentions, the only thing we can do is try to understand how we operate and to communicate as clearly as possible the things we need and want. 
Later in this episode, I'll be sharing a personal story of the ending of a promising relationship because we could not find a strong enough communication link between us. Also in this episode, you will hear clips from a new segment called The Commute Truth, where I have conversations with a guest in the real world as we travel to and from work, running errands, hanging out, you know, living daily life. I'm glad you can join us, so don't go too far. All that and more is not too far away. We're going to pause just for a bit, but I'll be back with Prudes Need Not Apply. Today, we're talking about the heart-twisting crush, love, infatuation, and obsession. These various levels of affection and how we define the differences is very important, not only to how we pursue our interests in others, but if it's just a fast passing fancy or a lasting consumption. And these terms will come up in other episodes, so it's good to be able to kind of shake them out in the beginning. So now I, I can say that all four attributes are the same and in this episode right here and say thank you for stopping by. A good night. I would, however, be wrong to say that they were all the same. They may feel the same, but they're really not. Usually when we hear the term crush, we think of exactly how that feels. A crush feels just like that awake crushing your heart because of whatever reason you aren't able to confess your feelings. You know, people online that we follow and we secretly like or hook up, want to hook up with it, or it could be just that person across the room that we're just afraid to approach. After a while, sometimes it may take a little longer, but the intensity of a crush will fade. You may be reminded of how much you like them from time to time, but sure, that crush has been replaced by other crushes so yeah that's that by definition a few of these affections are only meant to be temporary if you have a crush and it's been going on for 20 years and yo that's not a crush (laughs) so now love okay let's talk about love love feels a little more sustainable but it doesn't mean it will always feel good and it doesn't mean it'll always last forever or be reciprocated. Love has so many various hues that, but there is so much depth of affection in love that it's just undeniable. Love changes people. Now, I won't recite the Bible definition of what love is that you hear at so many weddings. Y'all know the scriptures I'm talking about. It's amazing how once you confess love, though, And I'm not talking about that fair weather friend type of love that only looks like love. When you confess love, love, you feel like that person feels a missing piece of yourself that you didn't know you were missing. It feels like it changes your DNA. You do become a new person. And those who fight becoming that new person by way of love are the ones who many times have trouble trouble with love because... They're in a battle and don't want love to change them, but check it. Love is transformative, so embrace it or avoid it at all costs. Okay, that was dramatic, but you know what I'm saying. Now, infatuation. 
is usually short term as well. And many times, at least for me, it was a quality about someone that I was fixated on. Yes, you can be infatuated with the whole person, but my experience has been that it's something specific that draws you in and you keep wanting to see what else can I admire about them. Usually it's short-lived though, because ugh, it's a lot of work. Obsessions is related to infatuation in a way that is sometimes it's a little inappropriate or maybe creepy, but obsession, whew, child, you lose yourself. You forfeit who you are, the rational sides of yourself for the hope of acquiring something or someone that you just can't stop thinking about. This is all consuming and it's not healthy for anyone at all. So we must be in touch with that, what emotion we're feeling at these different levels of affection. These obsessions and infatuations can turn dangerous for all involved, so please be careful. It's fun to feel the thrill of the attraction, but understand your boundaries and respect other people's boundaries. Okay, my ladies and my gentlemen, right now we're going to take a quick break for a few minutes just to catch our breath. It won't even be that long, but we'll be right back and we're going to talk about communication, the building up or breaking down of relationships on prudes need not apply creating my podcast prudes need not apply using anchor was the easiest way for me to accomplish my goal anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free which you can use right from your phone or computer it has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great What's also amazing is Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. How can you get started creating professional podcasts and make money doing it? Download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, thanks for coming back. This is True Essence and you are listening to Prudes Need Not Apply. I had an awesome conversation with a friend of mine. He he goes by Mr. Logan and um, it makes me feel like I'm talking about a a kindergarten teacher or something like that. But um, Logan was, um, he's a longtime friend of mine and we have always had really good conversations, but we decided to, you know, talk about, you know, some things on the show that was really important. Um, And he felt that communication for him was something that really um, is an important thing in relationships. And I agree with him. So um, here are some of the snippets from our conversation during our ride in rush hour in DC. Um, so if you hear a turn here or make this right, or that's a left right there, we're literally in the car talking as we're driving. So, so, um, enjoy the conversation and here is the commute truth on communication with Mr. Logan and true essence. Okay. So, (laughs) 
<laughs> I have an issue with trying to, you want to say it, um, deciphering. Ah, the reading. What, the reading yeah. of the, okay. You know. And, and it's, that's interesting because I'm, I am somebody who I used to be like, well, why don't you get me or understand what I want or mean? But I haven't told you anything. So, you know, for some people, and I don't know if it's a male, female thing where just a lot of guys say, just tell me, don't make me have to guess. And I'm like, fine. So now I'm very explicit about what I need, want, or how I feel. But I'm finding that in doing that, a lot of guys are like, I can't handle that. (laughs) This one guy told me a couple of weeks ago, um, it was just too much for me. And I was like... Now, if I don't say anything, you got a problem. If I do say something, you got a problem. Where's our fine line, sir? Yeah, yeah, I I, I get that. (laughs) I get that. Yeah, a lot of people got to realize you got to kind of leave the feelings out of the, you know, don't take it personal. You know, like you got to get the message that's trying to be perceived and receive the message. Yeah. You know. Uh, that's why I say I usually have a problem with trying to decipher yeah. what it is exactly that you're saying because a lot of people don't just come out and spit it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people, I guess, the more I'm around people and the more I assess, you know, their behavior and personality, some people are just not comfortable. Either they're not comfortable saying what they really want to say for fear of disappointment or being judged a certain way or being rejected. These are all valid reasons why people hesitate. Um, But that goes back to if you're in a relationship, why would you feel like why aren't you comfortable enough in your relationship that you feel like you can't, you know, be open with how yeah. you feel. Yeah, like I say, that's 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 the feelings thing. And they go mm-hmm. on both sides. I'm scared if I say something to you right. that you're gonna take it the wrong way. And like I say, you gotta you gotta put your feelings to the side and try to take that information and you know, some like I say with me, sometimes it's trying to decipher what you're saying because you may not say exactly what it is that you're trying to get off your chest. I know sometimes I do it. Well sometimes what we do is we say a th- a certain thing the way we understand it to be mm-hmm. like in our minds we know what we mean so we think that you should know what we mean <laughs> you know but I haven't told you in a way that will let you clearly understand what I'm saying so and I've had that happen as, as well you know somebody will say um, I don't understand what she's trying to say and I'm like you don't but it's so clear but what I should have been saying is it's so clear to me <laughs> you know um, so that's when, you know, if you learn how to communicate, you can go into the, the, the questions like, um, all right, how can I help you understand what I'm trying to say? You know, sometimes you got to unpack certain things so that you can know what someone means or how someone receives this information. Cause not everybody receives information the same way. And it's tough. I feel like I try to be clear and in what I say so people can be under you know understand what I'm saying but I'm finding the more people I deal with and big words don't help oh no oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't put out the big words no. then they I don't know if they don't understand or they're like ugh, I can't talk to you 
I'm like, and I try to speak plainly, but sometimes something might fall out and they're like, what? <laughs> so, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Communication is so key, but people are scared of communication. People are scared of communicating because a lot of people are not sure how they feel or how they think about whatever it is that they're expected to have an opinion about. So how can you communicate if you don't even know how you feel about it? If people can't communicate about their relationships, a lot of times it's because they're not sure about how they feel about it. You know, some relationships fall by the wayside because people don't know how they feel. You know, you may have somebody that says, I love you. The other one may not be like, I'm not sure I love you or I don't know if I love you. I can't. You know, I don't know if I want to put that out there right now. So that impacts how you communicate with people because, again, rejection or fear that that person won't understand that you're just not there yet and, you know, get upset and decide I'm going to break up with you. Communication also takes patience and we don't have that patience. People want what they want when they want it. And I don't know. What's your take, sir? Well, you know, when it comes to men, at first sight, <laughs> it's always that attraction thing. Well, that's that's the draw in, right, the physical right. thing. So, which you feel sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, that's you can't say it's not fair, but it happens for everybody. You don't just walk up to somebody you're not attracted to and be like, let's get together, unless you're just a pervert and don't care who you get with. But even <laughs> the, even a pervert is going to be attracted to something. They right. got a target, so. Yeah, um, the attraction draws you in, and I don't know. But once you get past the attraction, and then you start, you know, okay, let me let me see what's in your head. And that's the thing. Some people, some people, stick around for the attraction, and then they don't get that substance, and that's where you get into this really, really tough gray area. Because if you don't get all of what you need from one person, what happens? You you gonna, you run it. <laughs> you gonna run. You gonna either run, or you're gonna seek that what you're what you're lacking in one person. You're gonna find it in somebody else, which means, you know, a lot of people don't. A lot of people I know, unfortunately, you can't let go. They don't let go of the one thing. They're like, I want this and I want that. So I'm going to, but then you kind of playing games with people. So that's, that's a tough call because not everybody holds everything. So, but you like you said, certain things should be important to you. And if that, those things are important to you, you know, are you seeking those qualities in a person or are you just looking for a fat ass, <laughs> big titties or whatever, you know, if you're looking for that, you'll find that. But will you find that person that when you're going through something can have that conversation and give you that support? Or you're going to get a, somebody be like, what the fuck wrong with you? Got Why are you crying? Why are you crying? I'm sick. You know, it's a lot of women out here. And I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of the women, female delegation of the world. Um, not all of them. But I've witnessed some women get mad because a guy would express his feelings he don't gotta be a bitch about it 
or crying but he would you know need that comfort that everybody needs including the guys that don't confess it and they'll get mad because they equate expressing your feelings with masculinity which is one reason why a lot of men don't want to open up because they feel like it's it's they're sacrificing a piece of their manhood to share a feeling women are not the only people with feelings you know um it's something that we have to get over that stigma of i can't share and i can't be there to support you if you're having a moment there is no marriage that's lasted and been successful where the husband or wife did not lean on the other when they needed you know i've seen it i've experienced that frustration that anger that pain of just being in this world and having to deal with the system that we live in you can't you can't make it in a relationship without somebody having your back because you're gonna find it somewhere if i don't have the support in my in my spouse or my boyfriend then there's always somebody willing to listen to your problems or be there if you need me I like when people go there. Oh, but if you need me, you know, you know, you you can you can talk to me. No, I, I don't want to talk to you. I mean, I might want to talk to you, but I can't talk to you because I have a boyfriend. And I don't know. It's interesting though. But we have our different perspectives, and that's cool. But there still have to be has to be a common ground of how will we communicate? And my problem is we don't talk about that enough with each other as far as people who are dating or married um and i know people who are married and they would rather do that silent treatment bullshit now i have done the silent treatment not really a treatment I, <laughs> there's a difference sometimes you go silent because you're trying to figure things out for yourself sometimes you go silent because you just don't want to talk to a motherfucker <laughs> So, or you sniff the bullshit. Or yeah, or you just like, nah, fuck that. I don't want I don't want to talk to you. But a lot of time, but it's it's misinterpreted. Like if I need time to kind of collect my feelings cuz sometimes you just cannot speak when you're at the height of emotion or anger or something like that. But you kind of have to I don't know about everybody else, but I kind of have to think things out. Um but I had I had the same same guy I tried to <laughs> communicate with a couple of weeks ago he I was upset he knew I was upset I showed up upset he knew I was coming upset and he bypassed all of that and kept asking me questions he wouldn't even stop what he was doing to talk to me and then he was like um you got a lot on your mind I was like yeah so he was like what's going on and as I'm trying to talk words just wouldn't come out and I just was like I don't I'm not even sure I know what to say so later on he basically told me that I made him uncomfortable and you know he he couldn't handle that I said because because I was quiet a little bit and it wasn't that that I wasn't talking to you I just was in a mode where I just couldn't focus and I just couldn't you know this right right here um so it was it was challenging
I hope you enjoy the commute truth. Um, that is a friend of mine, Mr. Logan, whom I love dearly. And you guys will hear way more from him in the future. We have so many different things we want to talk about. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy that. So next is story time. So we're going to be right back. We're just going to take another quick break and we'll be right back with story time. And I get to share with you some things that, you know, some fresh stories. These, these are not years ago. These are like this week. <laughs> so um, we'll be right back. Well, my loves, you know what time it is. It's story time. And I'm happy that you're joining me for another story on Proves Need Not Apply. Now, this is not a, this is more of a feeling type of story. It isn't graphic and don't, I'm not really talking about sex like I would on other um, episodes. So if you came for the sex, you got to come back again, like, later. But for now, um, I just wanted to share um, a story that is my story. And it really is about communication and what can happen, you know, when you don't have strong communication with those that you care for. So this is a personal story. It's a fresh story. Um, a story about love, but not the cute, happy, smooshy love that, you know, people love posting about on social media. This is not a black love goes moment. Um, over the last year or so, I've had a couple of friends that I've, you know, I've gotten to know. But as always, most of them have been all talk and no follow through. But there was one guy who I did have like really strong feelings for and wanted to grow closer to, but we had a huge problem with communication. So over time of getting to know one another, I felt like I was always the one making the effort to minimize conflict, be understanding or be available when he needed someone to talk to. You know, he would call me stressed out about something and I was there, you know, um, because the jackass love decided you know, it wanted to show up with bags like it was invited. So during our time together, it felt like he would never really hear what I was saying to him um, when I expressed my feelings. But each time things became a little uncomfortable, uncomfortable for him, um, he would decide to set new boundaries for, you know, our relationship. So um, he would get upset or um, not be able to emotionally sort through his feelings. So he decided that, okay, this is uncomfortable. So we're going to take sex off the table because, you know, I just want to be your friend and it won't be complicated. Um, sex was never the problem. He was the problem. But that's from my perspective. You guys may think differently. I wasn't happy about what I was, you know... I wasn't happy about it, but I was like, fine, whatever you want to do, no sex, because, you know, I'll date anybody else that I want to date, and we'll just be friends, and that'll be that. So, um, but the problem was, I didn't want to date anybody else, and I didn't. Um, 
even though I could have, I still decided, no, um, I really, really like this guy. So, um, now with all of his efforts to control our friendship, he would go back and forth on his word from just being friends to wanting more. And I'm like, I'm confused. Do you want to be with me or not? Because this is exhausting. So recently I saw him and after sharing some upsetting news with him before I went to see him, he wanted me to come over and I was like, okay, cool. So I just needed some time with my friend to talk it out and feel better and, you know, but when I arrived, he never even stopped what he was doing. He didn't even answer the door. He just yelled, the door's open. And when I walked in, he was busy, you know, moving around stuff in his kitchen. I think he was moving. So I stood there. He never came down off the little ladder to give me a hug or anything. So I'm standing there physically and emotionally, you know, not really distraught, but feeling a certain type of way. And it was different than what you know he was used to seeing but in my mind I need my friend my friend will come and comfort me and give me the love and affection that I give to him well no (laughs) that didn't happen so He knew I was having a tough time, but instead of being that friend I needed, he decided that I was making him uncomfortable um, because I wasn't as talkative as I normally am. And mind you, I was not at his house long, only maybe 20 minutes. And I did talk to him, but he asked me some questions and I really was, you know, I was at that point of emotion where you're trying to keep it in check. So you're almost inaudible because you know if you start to talk, you will pour out tears and you won't be able to stop. So I'm trying to keep everything in, in check. So um, I couldn't really articulate what I wanted to say. And I told him that I was like, I, I'm not sure if I know what to say. And I realized that he had no idea what I needed and my expectations of what I needed from him and what I was expecting from him. Now, you know, in retrospect, we're not re- re- we're not realistic. So, you know, we got outside of his house because we were going to leave and he gave me a hug. And in my mind, I'm like, finally, this is what you should have done when I walked in. So I got in the car and he got in his car and pulled off. Now, this is the second time I've been outside of his house and he pulled off and left me in front of his house. So I said, you know what? I can't do this with this guy. So I left and I got home and I said, you know, um, I texted him, you know, I'm home. So he texted me back that he was so uncomfortable and he couldn't handle that tonight. So he just wants to be friends. So I said, okay. Over the next week, I didn't really communicate because I was busy. School full time. I'm working full time. Got clients. I'm, I'm so busy. So, um... And the last text that he sent me, I did respond to him, but I guess I'm not sure what he was expecting me to do. So at this point, he texted me back a week later that, you know, he knew that I would be quiet or silent or whatever, and he just couldn't deal with that. So he won't bother me anymore. And this is pissing me off because I'm like, what are you talking about? Because you haven't called and you haven't texted. So I'm getting angry, (laughs) by the way. Um... Because I've always tried to be very clear on what I 
what I mean, what I say, what I want him to know. And he just kind of blindly says, this is how it is. We're going to be friends or we're not going to be anything. And all of this because I had about a few minutes of being emotional. And in my mind, I'm thinking if that was too much for you to handle, what the hell are you going to do when there's some real problems? Because that wasn't a problem. So, and I know his MO, he likes to, you know, um, fight or argue and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can't do that. So our story ends with a final phone call the other day. I call him to, you know, just ask really one single question that I needed the answer to. And it was, if you wanted to be my friend, why was it so easy for you to just let me go and discard our friendship? So he tried to avoid that question too. So, um, you know, he said, you know, he never said he wanted to get rid of our relationship. And I said, but you just text me that you wouldn't bother me anymore and that you wouldn't text me back. So no matter what I said to him, no matter how many times I said I needed him, no matter how many times I said I wanted to be with him or be his friend and that I would be there for him and that I loved him, All of that went over his head and he never acknowledged any of it. He only was concerned with his comfort and the fact that he wanted to control our relationship. So boys and girls, as heartbroken as I was, we no longer have a friendship. We no longer have a friendship. We no longer have a friendship or any type of relationship. I tried everything I knew to suppress how emotional and thoughtful, um, I can be so he could be comfortable. Then I remembered something someone told me that I appreciated so much. This man I met maybe like a year ago and we were talking, but we weren't like dating talking or, you know, intimately talking. And he told me to never be afraid to embrace my emotions because there is someone out there who needs to be loved, cared for, and nurtured by the exact love and emotions that I have. You have those feelings for a reason. And I was like, well, okay. (laughs) What your name is? (laughs) So his name was Kevin. But anyway, um, my love's communication is hard when soft hearts are involved. It's hard to penetrate selfish and hardened hearts and minds. So don't feel bad if you've done all you can and your final act in a relationship is to bow out gracefully or set something on fire. And it would be responsible, irresponsible of me to recommend that for, for real, you know. So put the damn matches down. Sheesh. Okay, folks, time to pause again to breathe again, and we'll be back to wrap up our show. This is Prude's Need Not Apply. Do you have a question you want to ask? Maybe a story you want to share, or maybe just a suggestion for one of our next shows. Feel free to reach out to us at contact at T-E-L-A-H-T-R-U-E-N-T dot com. That's contact at T-E-L-A-H-T-R-U-E-N-T dot com.
Let's get your stories on the air. We can't wait to hear from you. And we're excited to hear some of your spicy stories. So share with us. We're looking forward to it. We have some great episodes coming up on Proust Need Not Apply. Our next episode will be about the letdown, walking away from love. I shared some of this in this episode, but we'll dive into the personal emotional sacrifices it takes to sometimes walk away from someone you may still love, but you know is not building you up in a supportive and loving way. Please don't miss the show and invite any of your friends who may be going through a breakup or still dealing with a breakup that left them feeling emotionally depleted. Men, women, it does not matter. You all can gain something from this conversation. So, and don't just think I'm talking about to my ladies come and we'll talk about, you know, breaking up with folks. I want the fellas to engage as well, because I recognize that men do need a platform as well to talk about how they feel about things. So I'm there for you, fellas. Um, We're looking forward to you joining us because one hand washes the other, uh, which is extremely important, important when it comes to our topics. I'll bring to you the conversations and here's what you can do for me because you love me, don't you? I know. Join us every Thursday at 11 a.m. for the latest episode of Proofs Need Not Apply, uploaded to anchor.fm and available across multiple podcast platforms. Next, I need you to invite at least two people who you think will enjoy our discussions and check in with them to see what their takeaways were from the show. This is an awesome way for you to create your own circle of discussion about intimacy and connection. And lastly, connect with us. Write to us with questions and stories you'd like to share. This is the ultimate kiss and tell show, so no holds barred. And don't be bashful because we aren't. You can email us and contact me via our website, www.telatruent.com. That's www.telahtruent.com. I'm on Facebook, True Essence, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, be sure to access our voicemail function on the anchor.fm podcast platform and share what's on your mind. Leave questions and leave comments. We love to hear from you. And since I'm an audio girl, I love hearing voices. So thank you guys for joining me and let's go and get some breathing in before we wrap up. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today and allowing me to share my thoughts and perspective about communication with you. And thank you also for listening to what is still a very challenging story for me. You know, we hide in the dark when we go through a breakup or the ending of what felt like an important relationship. I don't only speak about romantic relationships, but any relationship where there is a heart and love exchange. Sometimes we have 
to have our moments of solitude, to scan through the moments and try to see where things went left instead of right, but we can't dwell there. And talking to someone, even like I've talked to you, can help you move closer to being okay with having to let someone go. It's never easy, and it will take some time, but things will be okay. Allow yourself the time you need and acknowledge how you feel because if you're not honest with yourself, you will struggle through this process. So let yourself feel exactly what you feel. Now, as we end the show, let's take a couple of breaths together to inhale positivity and exhale any hurt feelings that we may have over a broken heart, a disappointment, a traumatic moment that we have been created that has been created through challenging communications with others. We'll take this moment to acknowledge that relationships are the responsibility of all parties involved and we cannot solely create, cultivate, and save a relationship when there is another heart and mind involved. The hard part of acknowledging how we feel when we can't control a situation or when someone decides that they don't want to proceed, it hurts. We don't like it, but life's disappointments help us to grow into compassionate people who will vibrate at a frequency where there is a love waiting to receive your signal. As we wind down, we're grateful for our signal of love and care, and we do not apologize for them because they make us who we are and we are beautiful gifts to one another. As you go about your week, take a few moments each day to assess to assess how you feel and appreciate the kind of love you possess. If you have trouble expressing your love effectively, let this be the week you decide to try to be just a little more open, a little more compassionate, and a little more mindful about the love you possess. May your love saturate those around you and come back to you tenfold. Thank you for joining me today. And until next time, love and peace. Bye.